Dads make a difference, and I have a dream for you difference makers. Welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegriff, and I am not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better, but I'm also trying to do something else. I'm trying to build something huge and great for you. I'm trying to build a tool and a resource for fathers. So I have a dream that I have for dads, and I have a dream of something that I want to build for dads. And that is what I'm going to share with you today. If you're a dad who wants to embrace your God-given mission, make sure you subscribe to Fathering Our Future wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also get more content on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you want even more than that, then head over to www.fatheringourfuture.com. So if you're listening to this episode on its release day, it is January the 15th, 2024. This is the day that we are celebrating and honoring and remembering Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, there's multiple things that could be said about him and his life. Every time, though, I think about Dr. King, I cannot help but think of this famous and iconic speech that he gives I have a dream. For me, I cannot unassociate him from that speech just because it's so iconic. It's so timely. It's so carefully crafted and is beautiful and words are powerful. And these words that he put together obviously had power and they've impacted people's lives from the time he spoke the words, even until today, they continue to ring out this speech that he delivered, I have a dream. So in the spirit of MLK, I crafted my own little I have a dream speech for fathers. Now, it's probably not as iconic as the good Dr. King, but I think it still gets the point across of what I intend and what I envision what I dream for fathers. Because dads, we do make a difference. We make a difference. You make a difference. You might be listening to this episode thinking to yourself, I am a failure. I'm a mistake. I can't believe I did what I did this morning when I was dropping the kids off to school or when I was leaving the house for work. What I said, maybe you just messed up and you feel miserable because of that. Look, Failing in the moment is not failing the mission. And you need to let those words just kind of settle in your spirit. Failing in the moment is not failing in the mission. You mess up, but that's okay. You can get up. And that's what I want you to aspire to do. Mess up and get up. Now, don't be intentional about the mess up part, but that's going to be something that you know already naturally happens. But when you mess up, just get back up. That's what I want you to do. So regardless of how you feel listening to this episode right now, I still have a dream for you because I know you can aspire to be this. And I know I can aspire to be this. This isn't just something that I'm sitting in my high place saying, I have a dream and vision for you as this lowly peasant of a father. This is, I'm on the same playing field as you are. And this is what I hoped to be. And this is what I hope all of us would desire and aim to become because we make a difference. And the greater we are as fathers, the more equipped 
the more knowledgeable, the wiser we are as dads, the more connected we are as fathers in a community, the bigger the difference that we make in our homes. And the bigger the difference that we make in our homes, the bigger the difference that we make on the future. So here's the little speech that I crafted. I have a dream that men will view fatherhood not as an obligation, but rather as an opportunity. That when our children misbehave, we will not be reactive, but choose to respond in wisdom. That when our children mess up, we would think less of how to discipline and more of how to disciple. That on this journey we call fatherhood, we would lay down our pride and take up the hands of those traveling this path too. Not desiring independent success by the means of our isolated consecration, but desiring shared success with our community we walk in tandem with. I have a dream that men would see fatherhood not as a career with an end in sight, but as an eternal calling, a calling in which we've been designed by the Creator to disciple our children not to be followers of us, but of His, that through the privilege of fatherhood, we participate in the kingdom mission God has determined to complete. I have a dream that men would be willing to rid themselves of their selfish desires so that they could fully embrace the identity of dad. To become the leader, courageous enough to confront opposition, humble enough to serve the lesser, strong enough to carry those he leads, wise enough to listen, devoted enough to learn, and committed enough to remain present. I have a dream that we would be dedicated to the calling of Dad and devout in our lifelong pursuit to be the Dad our children need us to be. That is my dream for you and for me and for every dad across the globe. That is what we need to become. We need to become leaders in our home. We need to become servants to our family. We need to be committed to growth and development and to learning. We need to dismantle ourselves in a sense and elevate our children, elevate our wife above ourselves and look to serve them, look to love them. My dream, my vision, my pursuit for myself and what I hope is yours as well is to put a value on your relationship with God above everything else, to wake up every day 
and look forward to responding to God because he's already calling out to you. He stands at the door and he knocks. He is there every day for you with something special. He's prepared a table and he's inviting you to come and fellowship with him. I want to, and I want you to want to look forward to that each day. And with our marriages, every day I want to get to the place where I wake up and I think to myself, how can I best serve and love my wife today? What can I do to express my love to my wife today? And when it comes to my kids, I want to wake up and I want to remember that the day that I have is precious. It was not even promised. But now that it is here, I recognize that it is precious. How can I make the most of it? I understand that today has to be routine. I understand that this day will probably fall into the category of the mundane. But what can I do? to make it a little enchanted for my little ones? What can I do to make it memorable for my kids, for my family? And then whatever else is left for me, I'll take. But I want you to understand that when you are that committed to God, to your wife and to your children, what you get from giving you will never be able to obtain by your own means doing anything else. When I was getting ready to become a dad and everyone said, you buckle up and get ready. I hope you've done everything that you want to do because life as you know it is getting ready to come to an end. When I met those people after my son was born and they said, well, how do you like being a dad? I was able to look every single one of them in the eyes. And even back then, I said, you know what? I said, being a dad is the most fulfilling thing that I have ever been privileged to do. And I absolutely love it. And they all wanted me to say, oh, I haven't been sleeping. Or, oh, yeah, poop diapers have been absolutely insane. Or whatever else. They, that, that was the response that they were looking for. But that was not the response that I was going to give. While, yes, sometimes I didn't sleep great, which... Full disclosure, my wife is the light sleeper, so she's typically the one getting up. I could sleep through Armageddon and everything else. So, you know, my wife really has to, she she has to put a number on me in order to get me awake. I'll just say that. So um, sleepless nights weren't really in my category of fatherhood. But what resonated the most, what came to the top of I'm a dad is the fulfillment of what I received in giving. The Bible's not wrong when it says that it's more blessed to give than to receive. The greater blessing goes to the giver. I I love receiving stuff. <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about hopefully receiving some stuff. But while I love to receive, it is just more of a blessing to be able to give. And so my little speech that I crafted and what I've said up to this point this is what I want for myself, but this is also what I want for you. I want you to be devoted to the calling of fatherhood and strive 
every day to be the dad that your children need you to be. That's my dream for you. Now, let me take a little bit of time here and tell you my dream for what I'm trying to build and create. I don't know that I've ever shared how Fathering Our Future started, why it started, but I'll give you the short story. I was praying for purpose. I was praying for blessing. I was asking God, what do I do? I'd worked at a place for almost 12 years and financially never got anywhere. And I took another job opportunity somewhere else in the downtown area. And it appeared to be everything I wanted. Not quite the pay I wanted, but still moving up the ladder. But I was up on like the 11th floor of a building. I caught the sunrise every morning from my desk. It seemed to be what I wanted. But I quickly found out that it was not. So, geez, what was it? Eight months later, I think I, I quit. So that that was fun. And then I found myself working for my dad. And he's been a general contractor for almost three decades, I think now. Um, getting close to that number anyway. So I took the handyman talents that I think I probably just received uh, through birth. I don't know that my dad ever really taught me how to do some stuff. He was hands-on and did teach a thing or two, but I feel like some of it almost just came (laughs) genetically to me. So I worked with him for a little while and not everything worked out there. You don't need the details for that, but I came to a place to where I knew I wasn't where I was supposed to be and I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. And so I was praying to God constantly. I mean, just this was my ongoing prayer. And one day God spoke, God answered. And it caught me off guard. While it was not an audible voice, it was like every thought in my mind disappeared and I only heard this one thing. And this is what God said. God said, you like to teach and talk to people. You love being a dad. Start a podcast and call it Fathering Our Future. That is the exact quote of what I heard. You like to teach and talk to people. You love being a dad. Start a podcast and call it Fathering Our Future. Now, full disclosure, I have gone back as I have questioned some things on this journey of Fathering Our Future and tried to convince myself that I fabricated that in my mind. But I can't convince myself of that because fatherhood was never even on my radar. Now, I did love being a dad, and I already had the perspective of being a dad is the most fulfilling thing that I have ever been privileged to do, and I absolutely love it. It was already my mentality. I truly did and still do love being a dad. But my background and my candy stick has and probably always will be theology. I love the Bible. I love talking about the Bible. I love learning more about God. And I love teaching and sharing content about the scriptures. That is what I love. I could sit with my buddy, Derek Weeks, who I've had on this podcast a few times, but he and I can literally sit down at a table with food in front of us for four hours and not shut up about the Bible. I love talking about the Bible, scriptures, God and his goodness, it just gets me going. 
And whenever I have the opportunity to speak, whenever I have the opportunity to minister, to preach, whatever it may be, however you want to think of that, I love it. It's for me, it's not that the spotlight is on me and that, you know, you look at me, here I am, look at my pretty face. Like that's, that's not what it is for me. It's just fulfilling. I love getting to share the Bible. I enjoy it. So I am not the person who is deathly afraid of public speaking. That is not me. I, I welcome and invite all of the invitations and opportunity. But fatherhood was never on my radar. I never thought in a million years that I would focus on talking about fatherhood and families. Never thought. It was never even on the radar. But God said, start a podcast and call a father in our future. So, a few things that I knew immediately when I started this, which let me, I'll just add this on. I kind of had this little bit of a Gideon experience. God spoke to me. And so, you know, what Gideon does is he goes out and he was like, okay, I want all the grass to be wet, but I want this item that I've set right here to be totally dry. And then he reverses it and it happens both times. And then Gideon knows, okay, I did not make this up. My little test was while I was in the car, I remember exactly where I was when this happened. By the time I got to the end of the street, I had already gone to GoDaddy.com and I had looked up FatherInOurFuture.com because I thought this name was catchy, Father in Our Future. Surely someone has taken this because every other good sounding domain has been stolen. I know because I've had some ideas and that's the bad thing about ideas. If, if you're an idea person, so often when you have an idea of this can be great or this could be a fix or this could be a wonderful product or service or solution... The idea already exists 95% of the time. At least that's what it feels like. Anyway, I thought fatherinourfuture.com would not be available, but it was. I bought it while I was in my car, and that was it because I knew God told me to do it. So from the beginning, I knew a couple things. I knew that if this was going to become what I believed it would become, that it couldn't just be me. I can't be the only face. I can't be the only voice because I can't speak to every dad about every little nuance of fatherhood. Now, I can approach it biblically, and that, I think, covers everybody. But some of you have different family setups. For example, my buddy Derek, who I talked about just a while ago, he has a son with autism and his second son still has some learning issues. He's thought maybe both of his sons have autism, but I think they've got some testing done and I'll bring him back on to talk about all this at another point, but he can talk to those of you listening who have children on the spectrum. I cannot, I can maybe relate to that initial fear because we thought maybe that was the case with my firstborn, but turned out that that was not the case. So I can't really relate to you. I've had other people who have come on with children with special needs. I can't relate. I can tell you maybe what I think I would do, but without being where you are, I can't really connect. I grew up with a father. Some of you did not. I can give you my advice. I can give you my wisdom, and I'm happy to do so. 
but I can't always connect and relate. And that's why I've tried to bring other people onto the podcast to be a voice for you to hear that you can maybe connect to better than you can with me and my voice. So I always knew that Father and our future need to be more than just me. So long story short, I'm trying to build something. My goal in 2024 is to take what started as a podcast and to build it into a nonprofit, to bring people on board and create a team where we're creating more resources, material, content, tools for fathers, for you. I wrote a book because I felt God told me to write the book. But I've other books that I want to write on the topic of fatherhood that I'm slowly but surely working on. I'm trying to. But if I could be fully devoted to fathering our future and not have to go out and do other little things to make money and to keep the lights on and pay for all the stuff that makes podcasting possible, if I could fully commit and devote to this, I could get more done. And so this is where I'm at. This is my dream for fathering our future, a tool and a resource for you, for fathers, for Christian dads. I want to create a nonprofit. I want to bring people on board. So I'm asking for help. Not something that I love to do, but I'm going to do it. If you're listening to this and this podcast has helped you in any way, you deem it valuable in any way at all. You value fathers. You value dads present and engaged in the home. You believe that dads make a difference like I talked about at the beginning of this episode. If you believe any of that, and you believe that just because you happen to be a Christian and a father, that you are still nowhere close to being the perfect dad. You still need help. If you believe those things, I'm asking you to help me because I believe those things. And that's why I want to grow Father in our future because I want something out there for Christian dads to be able to connect with, to be able to run to. So you know what? I need help. I want to offer all sorts of stuff. I want to offer... Call it coaching services for lack of a better term. But if you ever have a question or you ever feel like you need a one-to-one once a week or however often it is, I want to be able to offer that. If you're interested in that, maybe I'll start it sooner rather than later. If you have any thoughts about Father in our future, anything that could change, anything that you think would make it better, that would better serve you, I want to hear from you. So fatheringourfuture at gmail.com. That's the email, fatheringourfuture at gmail.com, and tell me what you think. And back to the values, if you value fathers, you value fathering our future, you value this podcast, the content that you receive, I want you to consider supporting. I want you to think about, is it worth having fathering our future around? And if your answer is yes, I want you to take a look at your budget. I want you to consider can I give anything? Can you give a dollar a month? 
Could you give $5, $10? Maybe you're sitting over there thinking, I sneeze money. I could give you $1,000 a month. <laughs> that would be fantastic. But um, this isn't money for me to just you know run around and have fun with. That's It's not the way I function. This is money that gets put back into this to grow something. I've got people on standby to be a part of this work. I've got people that I'm ready to connect with to be a part of this work. I've got board members in mind to be a part of this nonprofit organization. I have a big dream and it's something that I believe God partnered with me to do. He said, start a podcast, call it Father in Our Future. And I view this scenario very much like the servant who gave talents to his, or the master who gave talents to his servants. And he said, I'm going to go, but I'm going to come back. And so I'm taking what God has given to me, and I'm trying to amplify it, trying to multiply it. I'm trying to expand it and to grow it. That's what I'm trying to do. That's my dream. My dream is to have books. My dream is to have content. My dream is to have counselors. My dream is to have coaches. My dream is to have what you need. And so this is what I'm asking you to help me with. First of all, the most valuable thing that you can do for me and for Father in our future is to pray. If you have a prayer list or if you just remember it like I attempt to do, consider praying for me on a regular basis and for father in our future. That would be humbling to receive your prayers. The second thing is if financially you feel like you can support, go for it. Everything is on the website. Everything's ready. Link will be in the show notes in the description. Check it out. Pray about it. Consider what you can give. Consider what you feel is uh, adequate or deserving and give that. I don't want you to break the bank. I'm not trying to do the whole sacrificial giving thing. That's not really something that I subscribe to. Um, look at your budget, though. And if maybe you could give up a, a coffee at Starbucks once a month and instead donate that money to Father in Our Future, I want you to think about that. And then the last thing that I want you to do is that I want you to send me an email, fatherinourfuture at gmail.com. I will see it or another person will see it at this point. Because remember, I'm trying to build a team. We're, we're, we're going for this by faith. It's going to happen. And I want you to come with me. We'll see the email. And what I want in the email is, if you got a testimony, give me your testimony. If you can tell me how Father in Our Future has impacted you, if you've learned anything from listening, I want you to share that. If there's something that you wish fathering our future offered that you would love and appreciate that you would truly value. That would be a huge benefit and blessing to you. I want to know what that is too. And if you've got anything else that you want to share, share it, but I want to hear from you. So do that for me because this is what I'm attempting to do. And I know it's not something that I do alone. I'm not building this by myself. I know God is with me, but I've shared that we're not created just to be one-on-one -on -one with God. God designed us for community. So I need you to help me 
as I attempt to build a team and an organization that will be fully devoted to helping you. That's my dream. That's my dream for you. That's my dream on what I'm attempting to build again for you. There it is. That's how it all started. And this is the direction that I'm heading in. So a little bit of an update is <laughs> is what you got today, uh, plus my little rendition of the MLK speech, but directed for dads. That's what we've got. So I hope you receive this. I want you to know that if you listen to this, I, I see the stats. I see who listens. I can see, at least on Spotify, I could see that there were 11 people this was your number one podcast. Now, most of my listeners come from Apple, so who knows what I have. But uh, for those of you where you value this podcast above all the others, thank you, because that's really cool. Um, you start something like this, you never know, which I had full faith because, if, again, it wasn't my idea. And if God said do it, then I, I have... I'm not going to go full circle and give you this whole conversation, but to that point, Luke chapter 11, Jesus says that if your child asks you for fish, would you give him a scorpion instead? No, you wouldn't do that. And if you being evil men know how to give good gifts, how much more does your heavenly father desire to give good gifts in his spirit to those who ask? I prayed and I asked. And I believe that my Father in Heaven has given me a great gift. He has granted me what I prayed for and what I asked for. So I say faith, and it is faith, but I believe, I fully believe that God is going to take what I have started and tremendously bless it, and as a result, tremendously bless the future, because there are going to be children who grow up with fathers who are intentional about what they're doing, who are intentional about the calling and the identity that they have stepped into as dads. And I'm looking forward to the future. I'm excited to see what's going to happen from this and the lives that have been, had that, that have been impacted. I've received emails in the past about people who have been blessed and who appreciate this. I, Talked to somebody tonight, actually, who said, you know what? I went back and I had to listen to your episode on embracing chaos because life was getting really chaotic and I'd listened to it first and I needed to hear it one more time to just let everything soak in. And I appreciate that. It is incredibly humbling to think that I can make a contribution that's valued. And so I appreciate the opportunity to be able to serve in this capacity behind this mic in front of this camera. And I'm grateful that I get to serve you as fathers. And I hope that that is what, I hope that's what you view it as because that is the goal. That is the intent. And it all stems from that being an opportunity to serve others through teaching and talking. That's what I love. God knew that too. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling at this point. You know what I'm asking from you, prayer, uh, dollars if you got them. And I want to hear from you, fatheringourfuture at gmail.com. 
share testimony about fatherhood. Tell me if this podcast has done anything for you and let me know what this podcast and what Father in Our Future in general as an organization could do to better benefit you as a father. Thanks for sticking with me. I know I probably went a little bit longer than I typically do as a solo episode with just my voice, but thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for listening all the way through. I love and appreciate you. I value you as men and as fathers, as members in a community that I get to be a part of. So thank you. God bless you. And thanks for being with me. This is Father in Our Future. It's the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegriff. I'll see you next time. Thank you again for listening to Fathering Our Future. If this episode has served you or you believe it will serve another dad in the future, make sure that you leave a like, a comment, a review, or share this so that it can reach another dad. And so that you don't miss out on another episode, make sure you subscribe to Fathering Our Future wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, for more great content, head over to www.fatheringourfuture.com.